Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Jaya Giridvaradhari Jaya Giridvaradhari Jaya Giridvaradhari Yasora Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yasarandana Brajjana Ranjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Jamuna Tiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopichana Vallabha Jaya Giridvaradhari Jaya Giridvaradhari Jaya Gopichana Vallabha Jaya Giridvaradhari Jaya Giridvaradhari Yasara Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yasara Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Hare
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Prabhupada, Jira Prabhupada, Prabhupada, Jira Prabhupada. Dayam Vishnu Parpamahamsa Parivaki Charis Divine Grace AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Shil Prabhupada Ki. Iskan Founder Shil Prabhupada Ki. Iskan Guru Sliptic Succession Ki. Prema Ho Shri Krishna Shaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadha Srivasi Gaur Bhaktivedanaki Nityalita Radhakun Shamakun Gira Govadan Ki Jamuna Mai Ganga Mai Ki Bhakti Devi Tutsi Devi Ki All Glorious Assembly of Bodhis All Glorious Assembly of Bodhis All Glorious Assembly of Bodhis All Glorious, All Glorious, All Glorious to Sri Guru Nguranga All Glorious to Srila Prabhupada So it's uh, Sunday, the last day of the books distribution. This is pretty amazing. I mean, those book scores are, are amazing. You know, thousands of books are going out already, and this is the last day. So we pray that uh, that um, that the book distributors can distribute even more books today than they've done ever. Um, only by your mercy will this happen. So we're reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 11, Text 17. 17. Uh, the, uh, the title of this text is The Perfect Society, The Four Social Classes. Um, Janha Yonathayam Ritam Anapani Anapani Pajanara Atrejayam Apatsu Savesam api savasha Janaya natalam vitam Anapati pajanara Anitija Anitiraja yamap Savasanam api savasha. Excuse my scan script. Jagadamam anapatniti. Anapati bajam. Anapati bajam. 
Jagannaya, low person, na, not, uttamam, highest, ritam, means of livelihood, anupati, uh, when there is no social upheaval, budget, may, accept, nara, a man, riti, accept, rajayam, the profession of the chatriyas, apsu, a time of emergency, sarvesham, of every, I'm sorry, of everyone in every status of life, api, certainly, sarvesha, all professions or occupational duties. Translation, Most Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Except in the time of emergency, low persons who should not accept the occupational duties of those who are higher. When there is such an emergency, of course, everyone but the Chatriya may accept the means of livelihood of others. Um, Please repeat. Except in the time of emergency, lower persons should not accept the occupational duties of those of who are higher. When there is such an emergency, of course everyone but the Chatriya may accept the means of livelihood of others. Purport by His Divine Grace. The occupational duty of a Brahmana should not be accepted by persons of lowest social orders, especially Vaishyas and Sudras. For example, for example, an occupational duty of a Brahmin is to teach Vedic knowledge, but unless there is an emergency, this professional duty should not be accepted by the Chatri of Vaishya or Sudras. When a Chatri cannot accept the duties of a Brahmana, unless there is an emergency, and then even if he does so, should not accept charity from anyone else. Sometimes Brahmanas protest against our Krishna conscious movement for creating Brahmanas from Europeans or in other words, from leches and, and yavanas. This movement, however, is here supported in Shrima Bhagavatam. At the present moment, society is in a chaotic condition 
and everyone has given up the cultivation of spiritual life, which is especially meant for the Brahmanas. Because spiritual culture has been stopped all over the world, there is now an emergency, and therefore, there is now time, and therefore, it is now time to teach, to train those who are considered lower and condemned, so that they may become Brahmanas and take up the work of spiritual progress. The spiritual progress of human society has to be stopped. The spiritual progress of human society has been stopped, and this should be considered an emergency. Here is solid support from Narada Muni of the movement known as Krishna Consciousness. Om Agant Nandasyat Jananjala Salakya Chachum Tam Setyena Tasmai Suguruve Namaha So, Srila Prabhupada's spiritual master, Bhaktisiddhanta, he said that, that uh, the West has an abundance of everything. The only thing that's missing is Krishna consciousness. Uh, the only thing is missing is Krishna consciousness. We see this in our present day society. You know, we do have everything. Uh, but it's not giving us any happiness. Even though uh, our politicians are, are providing us all means of comfort, uh, we're provided all the necessities of life in our eating, sleeping, mating and defending. But we see that still we are not satisfied, that, that, that human society is still in, in a unstable situation. I mean, there's so much money around and we're thinking that wealth will buy us happiness but it's not buying us happiness and and even the propaganda that that if we do obtain money that it will gain us happiness but we see that even the wealthy are still unhappy. So much wealth do they have today and so much will be theirs according to their schemes tomorrow and we see this in today's society that uh, this demonic element is creeping in and uh, the, the rich are getting wealthier and the poor are getting poorer and uh, uh, the greed is still uh, continuing on the suicides are still carrying on uh, that uh, the women and the cows and the brahmins are not being protected in fact society is becoming more chaotic uh, we have to ask ourselves why? Why is this happening? And, and we turn to the pages of, of the Acharyas, go to the sages. Well, wise men would go to the sages and ask a question, why is this happening? And uh, fortunately we've come in contact with Srila Prabhupada and, and, uh, and these sages and this simple session from the Brahma Gaudiya Sampradaya um, who have come directly from from uh, from the from the Lord, we come in this disciplic session from Vasudeva, who is none other than Krishna, and he's telling us that that uh, a society without a head is a disturbed society. We can understand that in in a perfect in in any society, it's made up of of uh, it's called Vanashram Dham, 
which is made up of uh, the intellectual, the, the warrior class or the mercantile class or the farming class and the, the labouring class. So there are four classes in any society, even though we may try to deny it, but it's, it's still, it's a fact that, that, um, that there are intellectual people out there, there are warrior type people out there, there are uh, mercantile people out there, or farming type people, and there are labouring class of people. It's, in a, it's, it's formed in a, in a pyramid. So you have the intellectuals, we're very few, and the labouring class, which is basically the bulk of our society. But we're seeing that, that our society is missing the head. The, uh, the Brahmins are the head, the Kshatriyas are the warriors are the shoulders, uh, the uh, Vaishyas are the stomach, and the, uh, the labouring class are the legs. So if all those four orders work in, in conjunction with each other, then society will be healthy. But we see that in today's society, uh, there's no head. There's no head to the body. So the body is walking around like a headless chook. <laughs> I've never seen a chook with its head chopped off, but sometimes they tell me that the nerves of the head, or the nerves of the chook, keep on going. So you chop off the head of a chook, it'll still romp around the yard. <laughs> so this is what happened in today's society is that we're all running around like headless chooks. We don't really know where we're going. We, do, we have no idea where our society should take us, where, where, where we should be going. Um, and in this way we're following the blind, the blind following the blind. We have politicians and church leaders and so forth that are, are uh, not giving us the right information on how to live a prosperous and peaceful lifestyle. And because of this, uh, there's so much toil and, and trouble going on, disturbance in society. We just have to open up a newspaper and see that. Uh, Someone told me yesterday that there was 32 wars going on at the moment. 32 wars going on on this planet at the moment. And uh, the prospect of it getting any better, it's not going to happen. You know, we're just getting more and more and more and more and more entangled in this horrific activity of action and reaction with no way of getting out of it. So, Bhaktisiddhanta said that our society is, is, we have everything except God consciousness, Krishna consciousness. So the sages, along with, uh, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, by the mercy of, of, of the Lord, we have this information actually how to get out of this entanglement of um, of of, um, of what's going on in today's world. Not to speak of the entanglement of of our own lifestyle of birth, old age, disease, and death, which is another thing that we 
personally have to look at. We may try to deny, okay, well, you know, Ukraine war is going on overseas and it's 6,000 kilometers away, so we don't really have to worry about that. And um, I remember when I was in Lebanon, uh, just after the war, and hearing the, um, the population of Lebanon saying that there was, there was a battle going on uh, just downtown, just down on Flinders Street there, you can imagine, a battle, like tank battle going on. There was, like down Mamultain, uh, there was a tank battle going on, there were soldiers fighting, there were rockets going off, and um, um, six kilometers away, we had to do our work. We had to get up in the morning time and just keep on going. So sometimes in our own um, consciousness we can we uh, detach ourselves from worldly affairs. You know there's a war going on here, there's 32 wars going around globally around the world there, but it's not in our backyard. But, but the thing is it is, it's in our backyard. We have to face our own war, which is the, the time, which is coming under the time factor of birth, old age, disease and death. So we're all going to die. It's not that, you know, just because of thousands are dying on a battlefield that we're not going to die. You know, this is, this is the amazing thing about life is that everybody is dying around us but we think we're actually eternal, that we're not going to die. Maybe we'll die tomorrow or maybe we'll die next week but, but, um, but as sure as death we're going to die. And we're going to get old and, um, and associate with, with the diseases of old age. And um, if one believes in reincarnation, then one has to take birth again and go through the, the whole process of living in a womb for nine months and going through the sufferings of, of that and teenagehood and so forth. Anyway, the thing is that we, we can only... Uh, We can only get out of this entanglement through knowledge. By knowledge comes the detachment. So Prabhupada, is, the acharyas are seeing that there is a necessity for the Brahmin class, for the head, to come back into society. So Srila Prabhupada has set up a society of God consciousness. Here is a society where, where we're um, following the instructions of the Lord. Regardless of actually what um, what religion we're following or what instruction we're following, they're still saying the same thing to honor the Lord thy God with the whole mind, soul, and heart, which is the Christian philosophy, but it's also part of the um, um, uh, Jewish philosophy and part of the Muslim philosophy as well. Um, to actually dedicate our lives and to put ourselves in, in, a, in, a, in the mode of goodness where we can actually, in that state of mind, in that mode of goodness, we can actually absorb the, the knowledge of God consciousness um, by following the instructions of the Lord that are given, us, given to us by, through the Bible or through the Quran or through the other scriptures. Uh, the whole idea is to, to uh, bring us to the stage of, of um, goodness. Thou shalt not kill, 
um, have a regulated lifestyle like that, by bringing us to that stage of peacefulness and compassion. Um, our, uh, our rules are that we have no illicit sex life, no gambling, no intoxication, no meat eating. By following those four rules, we developed the stage of, of um, by not eating meat, we just developed the stage of compassion. By not having intoxication, we just developed the stage of, of austerity. By uh, developing the stage of, of um, no gambling, we developed the quality of, of honesty. And uh, by developing the stage of um, intoxication, gambling, meat eating, illicit sex, intoxication, gambling, and austerity is, is gambling. That's intoxication. So we develop the quality of, of um, cleanliness, no, austerity. By, by not engaging illicit sex life, we engage in the quality of cleanliness. <clears throat> so cleanliness, austerity, mercy, and... Um, huh? Truthfulness. Thank you. Truthfulness. We can, uh, we can actually develop a lifestyle in which, which we can start asking questions about life. Why, uh, why is the world in such a turmoil? Why are we uh, suffering so much? And these, answers, these uh, questions can be answered because now we're receptive to this knowledge uh, that's given to us by these acharyas. Uh, Srila Prabhupada has set up a movement in which even though we may be, we may be uh, by our dharma, by our occupational duty, we may be uh, chatriyas or we may be sudras or we may be vaishas or we may be um, brahmins, but whatever class or whatever dharma that we are, are in, we can purify that situation, we become sudras, then if we are by nature a sudra, a laborer, then so be it. But um, we should learn to uh, develop the quality of goodness or be a, a sudra in the mode of goodness. And that way we can teach people how to become a perfect sudra, how to become a perfect, not just a perfect sudra, but a perfect person in society. If we're a chatriya, you know, which generally people, a chatriya is a little bit more, or they're more in the mode of passion. But Srila Prabhupada is encouraging us to develop that quality of, of, uh, of goodness. So even as a chatriya, we hear that some of our devotees who are chatriyas are out on the front line, you know, uh, who are marines or fighting. You know, sometimes you get to hear them. I've heard them actually, Kadamba Karnavas, as a, as a devotee who's a chatriya, and he, he was fighting in Af Afghanistan last couple of years ago, and uh, we're hearing him. His, his disciple talking to him on the phone and there were gunfire, there was gunfire and battle going on in the background but here was this devotee talking about Shastric knowledge on the battlefield. So here this devotee, you know, even as a Chatri, he can be a Brahmin, he can give good instruction to his, uh, to his mates on the battlefield. So the point is that we, 
we have to give knowledge as Brahmins, you know, it's our duty to give knowledge, to come to the stage of goodness, to associate with the mode of goodness, and to be able to uh, hear knowledge and give it to people, because this is what we need, this is what the world needs, is knowledge, knowledge how to get out of this entanglement. You know, and only through knowledge, only through this Vedic knowledge, can we come to this, uh, some sort of peaceful settlement on how to live an Aryan lifestyle, free from, free from um, these modes of ignorance and passion, in which we can enlighten people um, and, um, and show them that actually that all this conflict that's going on in the world is not necessary. Um, to show them that we can actually get out of this entanglement of birth, old age, disease, and, de and death. That, um, you know, that we're, this bodily concept of I am my, that we're fighting so hard to attain, the, uh, is, is false, just as false as the temperateness of the, of, of the body. You know, we can see that the material world, we're building a, a sandcastle on the, on the tide line. Everybody is endeavoring to build the sandcastle, but we can see that in the tide of time, that'll be just washed away. What's the point of all this activity? If it's not giving us some, some clues to, to that activity, what's the point of just going through another death? Because that's what's going to happen, is that we're going to die. It's only going to last a hundred years, and then we're going to die. You know, uh, and the enjoyment that we get in this bodily concept is that that it's only going to last a hundred years, and again, it's going to be taken away from us. So, this is what a Brahma is actually explaining to to society that why why endeavour so hard, why work so hard for something that's that's temporary? You're working with the, for a body that's just made up of material elements and, and, uh, and really we're not this body. We can see that the body is changing from boyhood to youth to old age. So the body is changing but the soul, the life force within the body is, is, is still there just like a, a caterpillar would change into a butterfly. It doesn't die in the process, it merely changes body. So in the same way we're going through, from boyhood to youth to old age, our body is changing. Uh, our consciousness should be getting better, but the thing is that we don't die in the process of going through, I mean we'll never climb back into our mother's womb. You know. Uh, so we can see that the body is completely different. Scientifically, every seven years, it's, it's a fit medical fact that the body is completely changed, or the cells in the body have changed. Uh, so with little intelligence, little rationality, in that mode of goodness, we can understand this, this knowledge. And this is what is, is lacking in today's society. It's the only thing that's lacking in today's society is, is this knowledge that that uh, we're not this body, we're a spirit soul. Now, here, uh, in, this, uh, in this purport, we're talking about a perfect society, the four social classes. So we're talking about a perfect social society. 
that's good it's good dharma vanashram dham chatriya vaisha brahman chatriya vaisha sudra is a, a perfect social society dharma the word dharma means means just that it, it it's it's uh it's it's that which is so we have to come to a little more understanding about dharma how that um our real dharma our spiritual dharma is that we're eternally spirit soul we're not this body we're a spirit soul that actually uh even though there is a vanashram dharma for society for for the upkeep of society but um the real word dharma means that which is uh dharma means that which is just like the nature the nature of water is liquid uh you can temporarily change the nature of water you can freeze it or you can you can put heat on it and it comes steam or it becomes ice but but the nature of water is liquid uh just like the nature of fire is heat so the nature of the soul and this is this is more important the nature of the soul is that we're eternal servants of the lord that's our dharma uh you it's not that we put a name on it as far as religion goes we don't put a name on dharma dharma means that we are eternally servants of the lord dato um as lord chaitanya says scopi but come along dust and dust and dust that we are eternally the servants of the lord that's actually the nature of the soul we can understand that we're not this body we're a spirit soul when and uh so then the next question is as a person who is in that mode of goodness who's trying to achieve some sort of perfection in life or some relief in life is to say well what, what as a spirit soul then what is my nature who am i came who am i um we should come to that understanding or we've been that we're not a body we're a spirit soul and that by approaching a spiritual master inquiring him from submissively he will teach us actually by approaching the brahmana he can teach us that this is our dharma that actually we are eternal servants of the lord uh by by um behaving in that in that lifestyle then actually we can be happy because we're no longer serving a temporary body we're serving the supreme personality of godhead we may be serving his energies or whatever but but we're we're serving the lord with that consciousness of god it's called bhakti yoga but by serving the lord in that consciousness then uh which is satchidananda which is eternally blissful and full of knowledge then we're associating with those three qualities and the soul who has those qualities will naturally waken up to this um lifestyle of eternity bliss and knowledge uh so as i said the world is sadly lacking this information and um by our distributing books and uh, by preaching and 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 uh, improving our lifestyle in the mode of goodness then we've come to this uh understanding and be able to 
uh, give this knowledge to the people of this age. And um, regardless of what religion they're following, because we can see that religion is something that's, religion is just, it's, it's a faith. And, and faiths are, um, can be changed. One can change from being a Christian to a Muslim or a Muslim into a Jew, Jew into a Muslim. It's a faith. But our real faith is that we're eternally servants of the Lord. So regardless of what nomination you come under as far as, you know, like a, a name, um, our real dharma, our real name is actually, our real occupation is to be the servant, the eternal servants of the Lord. And we have that consciousness then, then actually we can see things in a more peaceful way. Brother, son, sister, moon, that we can every, see every, everybody and every living entity as brother and sister, you know, with a peaceful, open frame of mind, that we're all eternally servants of the Lord, and that uh, we're in this material world, somehow or other by our misfortune, but uh, we're here to make the best of a bad bargain, become Krishna consciousness and go back home, end this life, and uh, get out of the cycle of of birth, death, old age, and disease, and go back home, go back to our spiritual uh, abode, get out of this temporary, temporary world of misery and suffering. So, thank you very much. I'm sorry that, that is there any questions or anything like that? should always uh, should give this knowledge to the society and this Kshatriya should always uh, take the responsibility to protect uh, the society from the foreign invasion. So uh, my question is in, uh, in society, in scripture you have seen example that sometimes Brahmin they took the responsibility, they took the position of the warrior and Sorry, what was that? They took the position of warrior. They become the kshatriyas, Brahmin. Brahmin become the kshatriyas. Huh. So, uh, so how uh, then this logic works? In, in, in Australia, normally I see just sometimes people 10 years, they are doing teaching and then suddenly become carpentry. So I have seen that example also. Uh, so does this hold good in this day and age? That the scriptures uh, are good the way? Well, uh, we can see that some, in, in the Srimad Bhagavatam we, we hear of, of some of the Brahmins becoming Kshatriyas, you know. Uh, but gen generally, with a, with, a, with a social order, we should actually respect those personalities. I mean, that's the whole idea of an ashram system, is that it's a God-centered system in which we recognize that those talents that are given to us as Brahmins or Chatriyas or Vaishyas or Sudras, they're God-given gifts. So in, in that kind of society, in that kind of consciousness, we understand that, that I'm not any superior to you or inferior to you. Actually, we work in harmony as a body because we understand that the, the main theme of the, the activities of the body is to serve the Lord. Um, and that's how a society generally should work with that 
recognition and that um, respect to each other that, that whatever qualities that we do have are, are God-given and, and so forth. We see in history that sometimes there are personalities that have um, been empowered by the Lord to uh, take on the responsibility that are not that are out of their own dharma, that, that are Brahmins that have actually become Chatriyas. But then we see also that they, they don't stay as Chatriyas, they go back to Brahmins again after, after they've done their destruction. Um, that there may be a need, you know, like we sing, we sing that in this verse here that, that, uh, I mean, we're, we're basically, we're speaking for myself, uh, I was, um, I mean, as when I, before I became a devotee, I mean, I used to, as a student, because I was studying veterinary, but as a student, I used to work in an abattoir, you know, I mean, in an abattoir, that was just unheard of, especially in Bhagavatam, to, you know, for the sages to, to, uh, you know, to think that, 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 that there was cow killing going on was just unheard of 5,000 years ago. It was just like impossible. But, um, you know, I was, I was responsible for being on the chain and, and butchering, you know, cutting up animals and so forth and serving them out. And so, I mean, not just my own example, but we see, you know, that, that today's society is, I mean, the devotees, I mean, it's quite amazing actually hearing the pastimes of the devotees, where they've come from, you know, how they've come to Krishna consciousness, you know, it's just, it's mind-blowing, it's exciting what they've actually done, but still, it's like, how they become to Krishna consciousness is just mind-blowing, maybe because we've come, become so frustrated and I know myself, become so frustrated with material life that it's a matter of time before you say enough. You know, this is just too much. I mean, I've done everything and, and I'm still not happy. And, um, you know, there must be something else in life. Um, so we can see, you know, that, that uh, Yavanas, such as myself, and Malachas, even worse, actually, dog eaters and so forth, have actually become devotees, you know, put on tilak and the markings of a Vaishnava and able to uh, sit and give a discourse about Krishna consciousness is quite miraculous. It's only by the mercy of the Lord that this is happening. Um, sometimes sometimes um, there's a necessity to do these things and Krishna empowers us to do them. Where Brahmins become Chatriyas, where Brahmins become Sudras, you know, I mean, look at Shri Life to Shri Prabhupada, you know, he did all these things. And then he was challenged. He was challenged, like in, in uh, St. Kilda there, when he was giving a course, a discourse on Vanashram Dham. And uh, there was one cheeky person in the audience, student, and he said, oh, look at you, you're sitting on your big throne up here, and, and uh, you know, you're giving a discourse about, about uh, a perfect society. And uh, here you are sitting on your big throne, you know, in your garlands and everything. So who are you? What are you? What's your part in society? You know. And Prabhupada said, actually, my part in society is that I'm just, I'm just a servant of, of the Vanashram system. That my, uh, my position in the society or my position in the system is to actually guide the people on how to, 
how to live a, a prosperous and healthy life. So, as uh, as devotees, as, Vaish as 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 Vaishnavs, then sometimes we are put in that position. But we should always understand that we're we're just doing it for the Lord, nothing else. If the Lord wants us to be a Brahmin, then we become a Brahmin. If He wants us to be a Chatriya for for some role, then we become a Chatriya. But but we understand our position just being as a servant, and that's all. You know? I mean, sometimes sometimes. In a mundane situation, you know, like you put yourself where you have a king, and uh, and the uh, and the palace is being attacked, then uh, there's an emergency. I mean, the cooks get up, they arm themselves with whatever cutlery they have around them, and they defend the kingdom. They become chattris. So there's emergency going on. And uh, here we see, you know, the Vaishas and I mean the, these Malachas, such as myself, Yavanas, are becoming Brahmins, only by the mercy of the Lord. It's only by His mercy we're here. But that's that's our position. That's what Bhakti Yoga is all about. That we're actually just the servant of the servant of the servant of the servant of the servant, a thousand times, a million times removed. And that kind of consciousness will always be happy. Always content, because we see actually the Supreme Lord as the Supreme Lord. He's the Creator, Param Brahma, Param Dharma, Pavitram, Paramam Dhamam, Purusham, Sasvatam, Divyam, Adidevam, Ajamvipum, and we're just His eternal servants. Go, people, to come along, thus, 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 thus. Hmm. So here's the process for becoming that way. It's, it's there in the Srimad Bhagavatam, it's in our books, the Bhagavad Gita as it is. We have a bona fide disciplic succession that ranges right back to the Gaudiya Sampradaya, right back. We're talking about a knowledge that's uh, 103,200,000 years old and it's still as it is. It's the oldest knowledge on this planet and it's still the most comprehensive and easy, easiest way to apply. Rajavidya Rajaguyam Pervitam Idamam Prakyaksamam Dhamam Sasukam Katam Aviyam. This knowledge is the king of education, the most secret of secrets. It's the perfection of religion, and because it gives direct perception through the self, it is everlasting and joyfully performed. So that's what Sanatan Dham is all about. This is what this is what our Dharma is, that we actually are the servant of the servant of the Lord and that we're servants of society, and if we have that consciousness, then we'll be happy. It's, it's the panacea of today, and tomorrow, and for the last million years. It works. So, Siddha Prabhupada is just inviting us, he says, open up the jar, taste the honey, stop licking the outside of the jar, you know, just get in and chant Hare Krishna. Um, and if you can't chant Hare Krishna, then at least, uh, at least uh, follow the principles of the scripture. Whether you're following the Quran or whether you're following the Bible or whatever, then follow those scriptures. But do it in a way that, with an inquiring mind. Uh, and in that way it will lead you closer to Krishna consciousness, God consciousness. But if it's not developing that God consciousness within, within your personality, then look towards Krishna consciousness in the Bhagavad Gita. It will give you the answers. 
that we're all looking for. Mm. Hare Krishna Ganswanda Prabhu. Ji. Um, you were telling that you were working in Abattoir. So how you came to this movement? Were you given a book or some friend brought you to the class? <laughs> Just give us a bit, a bit of details. All right, I'll tell you. I was in Sydney. I was in Sydney actually. I left, I left, uh, I left New Zealand because, because my um, flatmates and so forth were all getting stoned. They were getting onto heroin, which was pretty boring. I, I mean, I wasn't really so much into heroin. I mean, it was really, it just looked pretty insidious. So, and life was getting pretty boring there. So I left New Zealand uh, and came to Australia, uh, to Sydney, and um, I've always wanted to understand the Lord. I was a little disappointed because the churches, especially my Catholic church, my Catholic upbringing, you know. And, and in, the, in the Bible it says, love thy God with all thy mind, soul, and heart. But I was disappointed because uh, the churches were closed. You know, they closed the churches. I mean, okay, because security and so forth and thieves and so forth. But the availability of knowledge wasn't, as, wasn't there in the Catholic and Catholicism. Um, so I was very kind of frustrated, as most people are frustrated. And then I was walking along George Street one, one Saturday afternoon or one Saturday morning and um, I was hit up by these, uh, firstly by a, a, a children of God. She was a very pretty woman. I was alone in Sydney by myself and I was very lusty. Sorry, Maggie. <laughs> so I was very lusty. And, uh, and I got approached by this uh, child of God mother who sort of said well look come back to our place and you know we're gonna show you a new thing <laughs> uh, <yeah>. boring <laughs> and then I came across one other Madhachi later on that day actually actually almost an hour afterwards I came across another Madhachi and she was uh, she had these books it was uh, it was I think it was the fourth canto hmm. uh, yeah, it was uh, King Indra with his little eyes all over him, and there was the four Kamaras, and and uh, and I thought to myself, this book is amazing. You know, this really this really blows me out. I mean, this is better than Salvador Dali. This is just like amazing book. Um, and uh, she was very very beautiful woman as well. <laughs> she was very very beautiful, and I was uh, captivated by her beauty. <laughs> More so. By, by those children of God. You know, this woman was like really, really beautiful. And uh, she, uh, she, I gave her, I think uh, I gave her about $10 for the book. And then she said, have you got any more money? <laughs> <laughs> she cleaned me out. <laughs> I got a Bhagavad Gita, I mean, I got a Srimad Bhagavatam off her and a Back to God head off her. Uh, but she cleaned me out. I didn't even have, I mean, I was in uh, Sydney with basically no money at all. So she took away all my lunch money and basically... Oh, mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she invited me back to, uh, to the temple for a Sunday feast. And um, so that's how I came. You know. Thank you very much. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 
some of us get attracted by knowledge, some of us get attracted by passion. But the thing is that that the woman was out there distributing books, and uh, and there's no harm in being beautiful, you know. And you can use that beauty, you know. I mean, I I understand. Beautiful people, yeah, attract beautiful people. And uh, yeah, the yeah, devotees are beautiful people. They have a heart like gold, and and their and their innocence and their charisma is just so appealing and so attractive that uh, uh, I I couldn't I couldn't uh, say no. It was just wonderful. And of course, the lifestyle when when we came back and vegetarian Sunday feast, and I tried to actually become a devotee there and then, but they said, no, no, go away. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> Not only lusty, but you're a crazy man. <laughs> but anyway, 50 years later, I was able to get the association of some of the devotees, or most of the devotees, which is pretty amazing, you know. Again, their compassion. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, a lot has happened since then, you know. We do get attracted to Krishna consciousness through different ways. But uh, not, only, not only do we get satisfied, I mean, I have a beautiful wife and so forth and a lifestyle, but I also have an understanding of how to actually get out of this tabernacle of, of uh, birth, old age, disease and death, and uh, how to become happy. So we, you know, we have the formula, we have the, that formula, we have the answers, and it's so simple. And it is the perfection of religion, because it gives direct perception through the self, it, you just you don't have to say oh, I'm I'm uh, satisfied with the meal that I've had. You don't have to ask yourself. You already know. You're just satisfied. So um, that's the process. It's a full process of God consciousness. Hmm. So pray to um, pray to Krishna that the devotees um, out in Harinam, or out in the book distribution, come across the bhaktas. The bhaktas come today. It's their last chance to get a book. It's by your mercy that, that uh, we work as a team here. The Chatris, the Vaishas, the Brahmins, the Sudras, we all work as a body. So we may not be out on the front line of the Chatris, but still, as a body, uh, we pray to the Lord that, that, um, that they, they're safe and, and, um, and that book distribution will go on even bigger. By their mercy and by our mercy it'll happen. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nice class the other day, Mahatma. Nice class the other day, Mahatma. You saved the situation. Huh? You saved the situation. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't your first time, right? Huh? Giving class? 
गुरु Oh, 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 oh. 